everybody. This is Raquel Deem. And today on the show, we're going to be talking about finding clarity about finding your true voice. What's up? It's Kevin Crenshaw, aka The Heart Guy. Welcome to The Heartbeat, where we talk about living life from the heart. I'm super excited to have Raquel here. We're talking clarity and your voice, which I think is perfect and in alignment with a lot of the other episodes we've been doing recently. And that's actually what you do. She is a coach, helps with transformation on finding your voice and getting clarity on things. So welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much for having me, Kevin. I am super yes. stoked to be here. <laughs> well, let's just jump into the juiciness of it all. Um, Ooh, finding your it. voice. Uh, I know that's a big thing a lot with what I teach with relationships because you can have a lot of self-love. And you can really know what you want, but if you don't speak it up, it's not going to happen. Or maybe if you don't even, you, you don't know what you want, you don't have that clarity because you're too afraid to ask for it. Or you don't believe that you deserve it or whatever. What is, from your experience, all of that really about? Well, thank you for asking because that is an awesome question. And I think it's so awesome that you get your own version and your own taste with this with relationships. Because I'm sure as you know this by being a relationship coach, the best way to have the best kind of relationship is to figure out who you are first so then you know who you're compatible with. Otherwise, you're kind of just going off of external cues. And then later on the road, you're like, wait, we don't internally align. Oh, this doesn't work. Um, what do we do now? Okay, I guess this is over. What a waste. So in order to find, you know, who that person is for you first, you have to find that for yourself. And in doing that, you have to kind of do the work on figuring out who you are. And right now, there's kind of as I'm sure as we can all have a taste and all the flavor of different things, but we get so caught up in the comparison trap. And we are like, mm, I don't know who, who I am or what I want or all these different things. And so we look for them outside of us and we go, oh, I think I, I want that because that person has that. So I'm going to mold into that type of person. And in doing so, you, you take on all these different attributes of all these different types of people. And then without kind of really aligning within yourself, and then you're like, wait, I don't really think I even like any of these things. And then you kind of just start following people. You kind of just start following all these different things, all these different types of people, um, different people on Instagram, different people around in your life, but you don't really know who you are yet. And mm -hmm. one of the biggest things that you could ever do for yourself and for other people is finding clarity on who that person is. Because once you figure out who you are, then Everything else is, is a repertoire of that. So that goes into all different areas of your life. Because once you find who that is, like I was just talking about, um, humility the other day. And you can find if the best thing that you can do with yourself is finding that clarity, um, internally, because when you don't have that, then you can't give that as a gift to other people. Cause that is the best gift that you can give to other people is giving them, um, the permission to be themselves. Because I think the coolest attribute of other people is when they're themselves, not a copy of somebody else or trying to be somebody else, but when they're truly themselves, I'm like, oh yeah, man, like you are such a, you're now you're a piece of the puzzle in the whole mix. Like now you have value to bring to the table because you're yourself. And that gives me permission mm -hmm. to be myself. And that's such a gift. That is such a gift. 
because then I feel good and now we're feeling good together. So, and I'm sure you see that so much in relationships of people not being true, them, true, true to themselves because they want to please somebody else or they want to be somebody else. But the best thing that they could ever do is finding them themselves. And I find a lot of people, a huge problem that I see right now is people um, what I get time and time again is they're like, I want to, I have all this energy inside of me. I have all this love inside of me and I want to scream it to the top of the world and I'm ready to love, but I don't even know what I'm screaming. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm screaming yet. I have no idea what I'm, I am for. I don't know what I represent. I don't know who I am. So that's, uh, and it's affecting all these different areas of your life because it affects the career you choose. Cause if you don't know who you are, how do right. you know what career you're going to do? It affects your relationship mm -hmm. because if you don't know who you are, you don't know who you're compatible with. And it affects uh, like even like your physical state because if you don't know who you are, you don't know what to give yourself that feels good. So you'll find yourself eating things that don't, don't align with your body or doing exercises because other people are doing them, but you don't even enjoy them yourself. Then you go, you pendulum swing and then you don't find anything sustainable. So literally that is the root to everything is that self-identity. Because then you figure out who you are, you feel good, and then that also could ricochet into the world of business as well. So it's it's like the common root, the common denominator of so many problems that we have. So once we're aligned with ourselves, then yo, and then you can start creating into your life instead of feeling like you're the one being created all the time. So that really, really cr turns you into a powerful person. Yeah, and... And two, I want to add on to that. Like sometimes people think that, oh no, I'm explaining my truth, but it's almost in heightened emotions of anger. Mm. And, you know, that's an emotion. Your emotions change constantly. Your emotions can change second to second, but your heart is that one constant truth. And just from what I've observed recently is that when you, you're connected to your heart in that state or your higher self, you can cut through the emotions and get to what is really true. Um, and so dis discerning between your emotions and the truth is really important here as well, I feel. Because, you know, for the somebody who's like wanting to scream out, like they have all this energy inside of them, they want to, you know, let it out and all this positive energy. There's also people that have all this negative energy inside that want to get that out. Mm. But it's essentially, if it's it's not you, if it's not true, it's not you. And mm. so that's an interesting thing that I just want to point out there as well, because I think it can happen in the opposite way with that light and dark energy. Very true, because we can get addicted to emotions, addicted to that way right. of being like the way of in our past, like, oh, I'm so comfortable being this way, like being in like those negative states you were talking about, angry, frustrated, confused. Mm -hmm. And if we're used to being in that state, then even if we are introduced to positive emotions or positive things that do align with our truth, it's uncertain. So what do we do? We go back to what's certain. We go back to what mm -hmm. feels good to us, what feels like home. And then we wonder why we're still there, even though we still are choosing to do that. We're just unaware of it. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, and even with within those emotions and like going back to the reason people go back to like emotions that they don't like a lot is uh, for in my experience a lack of clarity they know what they don't want and they it, you, the universe just gives that the universe doesn't know yes or no it just knows what is put out there 
Mm-hmm. And so if you're focusing on what you don't want or you're like focusing on frustration, you, you feed it in a way, even if right. you don't want it. And that, that happens in relationships. I'm never going to feel this way again. And, and I'm like, cool, well, what do you want? And most of the time people say what they don't want. And I'm like, well, that wasn't the question. Right. What do you want? <laughs> right? So I think clarity is a lot of power. And that comes with knowing yourself. So mm-hmm. where does somebody start on that journey if maybe they have um, their whole life kind of been a chameleon in their situations? Well, just like what you were talking about as far as feeding and starving, that's almost what you kind of have to do if you're overstimulated. When you're overstimulated with all these external cues and all these external inputs, you kind of have to starve them so that they die down. So then the voice is softer. So when all of those, you know, Instagram, these certain types of people or, you know, just all these external things, if you go back into isolation for a little bit, then you can start to hear hear yourself. And some practical tools to do that is um, the practice of meditation. I mean, just quieting your mind and being and just noticing what you think, noticing what you feel, not judging them, not putting them in a category, but just looking at them and just seeing what actually comes up and see if you always go into the comparison trap, if you always find yourself in that negative state or whatnot, just just be like, why why is it? Why why do I have that? And then you ask yourself, oh, well, why do I have that? Why do I have that? And you ultimately find the root. And a lot of the times it does have to do with external things. So if you just mm-hmm. go in a little bit of isolation, you can hear you. <laughs> and it, mm-hmm. in the beginning, it is a little uncomfortable because you're not used to that. You're not, li- you're not used to listening to your own voice. So you might not even recognize it. You're like, wait, what? You know, like, <laughs> I didn't know I actually thought that. <laughs> I didn't actually know I felt that way. Um, Mm -hmm. but allowing yourself just to have that space to be you for a moment and then keep feeding that, then you're going to start building a muscle and that's, and then you have to work out every day, you know, every day, just make it a little stronger just so you can hear it a little bit more and then you'll start to develop who you are. And that's the most valuable thing because then that, then you'll be able to see if that's in alignment with all those other things around you. And in that, that's when action comes and some things might have to change. You might, you know, wake up and be like, you know what? Actually, this career isn't for me at all. I actually would love to do something like this. And not only will you find more fulfillment and happiness in changing some of those things, even though they might be scary because they're uncertain, because you've never done them before, you'll have more happiness, more fulfillment, and actually more results in those areas. You'll probably be more financially free because you'll enjoy the work. If you don't enjoy it, that's not sustainable. It, you'll, you will burn out. You will. But if, right. you, if you love it, that energy is going to be unlimited. You'll be excited to live your life instead of having to live your life because those are totally two different states of being, and they're both very real. So if you are able to choose that and just work yourself like a muscle, oh, your your world's about to be rocked. <laughs> right. A hundred percent. I love the, the analogy of like a muscle because it is. You got to start small and you build and you build and you build and it gets easier and easier and easier. And that's how you integrate it. Right. So that's, Absolutely. That's awesome. So what, when it comes to, I guess owning your voice because maybe you could have this immense amount of clarity but maybe it's like you're scared of saying it or putting it out there maybe you do know what you want 
and you're just not speaking up for it and you're kind of being used as a doormat like how does somebody get out of that situation so you're asking if how do you actually so you say you know what you want you're like okay i figured it out i know mm -hmm. what i want i know how i feel and this is what i want but i am but scared a, to say anything about it yes and they have a small voice they're not really speaking up they're playing last in the name of caring for other people so the number one thing to do is always love yourself first. You have to love yourself. And what's going to, what's the best option when you love yourself? The best option is giving yourself what you want, is meeting your needs. And what's going to be meeting your needs is if you take action to meet your needs. So it is going to be uncertain for the, that first action. So say like, you're like, okay, I have something to do and I have something to say. Like say you're in a meeting or say you're at some kind of conference or whatever and you have an idea. But there's all these other people who have raised their hands first and you don't feel like you want to share that idea. You know, it probably could be dumb. It could be stupid. You know, maybe somebody already said that, you know, all these different little external reasons why of no are coming up. But you're like, I know it's a good idea and I really want to share this. I really want to share this part of me, this side of me. The best way to love yourself in that moment is to give yourself what you need. And to do that is by having action. So in that sense, you're going to have to bite the bullet for a second and take that step of faith and take that step of action and raise your hand and share it out. And if you feel a lot of resistance towards that, what's what's good um, mind thought to play to kind of get yourself out of that um, that state of fear is just what's the worst case scenario? The worst case scenario is that if I raise my hand, no one's and it's a bad idea. No one's going to come at me with some guns and shoot me like I'm going to be safe because. Yeah. Our minds are programmed in the past, and in the past, we were more in survival mode. If things didn't happen our way, we literally, our physical bodies could be at risk. But now, we're we're stepping into the world of thrival, so we don't have to think in the survival brain anymore. So now we kind of have to reprogram ourselves. So if our idea is bad, we're not going to die. And as extreme and as funny as that sounds, that's the way that our programs work right now. So we literally have to talk right. to ourselves. And reassure ourselves, I'm not going to die if this is a bad idea. <laughs> the worst thing yeah. that's going to happen is that it doesn't work. And they forget about it because we think we're way more important than we are. As funny as that sounds, we think that everybody else is thinking about us as much as we're thinking yep. about ourselves. And as much as we're thinking about ourselves, everybody else has that the same amount of attention on themselves. <laughs> so that's great. You're out of the spotlight. So if you have a bad yeah. idea and, it, and it, was, it was so bad, everyone's laughing at you, right? You feel humiliated. Five seconds later, nobody remembers. And if they brought, yeah. if they brought it up the next day, they'll bring it up for, what, seven seconds and then it's over. Right. And then well, you have an ability to laugh using at your voice. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the best part. That's the best part. That's enjoyable. Right. <laughs> Yeah. But it's scary if you if you've never done that before. But I think you bring up an excellent point. Learning to just laugh well, at yourself and just it's not that serious. <laughs> it's really not. Right. We're not gonna die. When, it's funny. <laughs> one of the things that I like controlled my life, uh, for most of my life was what are people thinking of me? And I was consumed mm. by that, and that's why I was so shy. And guess what? Nobody was thinking of me but me. <laughs> Basically. How funny I mean is I, people that? sure you know, people were, but like not to the extent that I thought. And so right. it's interesting when you, when you, there's a, there was a meme that I saw and it was like, um, nobody cares. And it was like this really sad character. And then it was like, wait, nobody cares. <laughs> you know, like freedom. <laughs> there's two ways to yeah, see that. Right? <laughs> yeah. 
So you could get sad that nobody <laughs> cares about you, or you could get excited that nobody cares because you can do whatever the fuck you want. Because they're, right? they're they're in their own mind. They're watching their own stuff. Mm-hmm. Their own so movie that, that the they have playing. Exactly. Well, that's incredible. So I love everything that we've talked about today. Where can people find clarity on more clarity about you? So the best place where you can find me is on Instagram. So my Instagram handle is Rocky Deem. That's R-O-C-K-Y-D-I-E-H-M. Awesome. Well, thank you again so much for jumping on the show. I really appreciate it. And this was an amazing episode. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm glad we can vibe on kind of the same topics and intertwine (laughs) on each other's wisdom there. (laughs) Yes. As for everybody listening, go check her stuff out. She's absolutely incredible. And as always, go out there, put some heart into everything that you do today.